If I asked to borrow your truck to move, would you be okay with it? If I asked for a little help on a project, would you jump in? If I asked to use your tools, <laughs> would you say yes? If I asked you to take me to a doctor's appointment, would you say get in the car? If Jesus asked to borrow your boat? <laughs> school of life he is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain you know it is 100 all right here i am it's me talking about living life and loving jesus i want to thank you for joining me once again i know it's it's whatever your opportunities to listen, watch, or hang around with me. Just thank you for, for taking that uh, opportunity to uh, spend some time with 100% Richard, living life, loving Jesus. We want to thank every single person that listens and watches. You guys are awesome. <laughs> so let's get to some quick stuff. If you're watching me on YouTube for the first time or maybe the millionth time, but you haven't subscribed yet, take an opportunity to, cl- to click that subscribe button. Um, like the video and make sure to ring the bell so that you know when my next video pops up. It tends to be every Friday, but we'll see. <laughs> yep, it's pretty much every Friday. So come and hang out with me on Fridays or anytime during the week. New videos every Friday. And if you prefer to listen to me on audio, I'm available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. You can actually listen to my audio podcast on Facebook. And if you want to see all the weird posts that I do, check out my Instagram page (laughs) and all that information should be hanging around down there. So a couple more quick things. If you like the shirt I'm wearing today, if you can see it because you're watching on YouTube, head over to 100richard.com. Check, um, click on the donation page and I have a store in there so you can uh, order something. I got four or five designs in there. Go check them out. I have the full logo so you can throw it on the back of a t-shirt. It's through a company called Redbubble. They'll take care of you. It is totally good stuff. And If you like the way my beard looks, or even if you can't see my beard, I have a great beard. And I use Wild Bull products for men. I use the beard butter, the beard oil, and I just ordered me some beard wash and some soap. So I'll be checking out how that stuff works here um, pretty soon, as soon as that arrives. So make sure to go to wildbull.shop, enter the coupon code WILDBULL100, and you get a 15% discount off of select items. That's wildbull.shop. Own your game. All right. So I got all that over with. Uh, thank you for hanging out with me. If you made it this far, greatly appreciated. And uh, so if, if you if you take a look at, at what I started talking about here, um, let's take a look at what we are willing to do compared to what we want to do. There are simply some things in life we are not willing to compromise, and sometimes that will cause us to keep from moving forward in life because we're not willing to be available in certain situations. But what if your availability could have changed your life? What if a decision that you made to say, hey, I can do that for you, or you can utilize this stuff because you asked for it, and there was something that happened or occurred in that process that actually changed your life. What if we evaluated the situation and simply made a yes or no decision because it is ultimately your decision either way if somebody asks you for something you don't have to say yes 
But if you say no, make it that. Because um, how you, re- whatever your response is to it, stick to it, whether you're available or not. Um, so let's look at Bible for this. So Matthew five thirty seven. You can go read this in context if you want to. It says this: But let your yes be yes, and your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. So this is the New Living Translation version because it makes it a little easier. Just say a simple yes, I will, or no, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. So I know it makes it very cut and dry. So like if, if we went if we went with some of the questions I asked in the opening. Like, hey, can I borrow your truck? You know, <laughs> you know, and you just said no. I don't need people. Don't need a reason. Just say no. If you if you're okay with it, just say yes. It's 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 actually a simple answer. If you need to evaluate the situation, like, well, what do you need my truck for? Go ahead and evaluate the situation, but eventually come to some kind of answer and either make yourself available or don't make yourself available, because availability is hinged on a yes or no response to whatever the situation is. And really, it's our willingness to do or not to do, to help or not to help. And when we make ourselves available, we see things actually happen or even change because we become a part of whatever is happening. I know one time I got a, I got a text from my pastor. Hey, are you available on Friday? Didn't tell me what it was for. <laughs> Whatever the date was, he said, didn't tell me what it was for. Didn't ask, can I borrow anything? He just said, hey, are you available? And I remember this text because... Um, I said, well, yeah, I didn't have anything to do. What's it for? Uh, can we use your truck? Yeah, well, you can use my truck. Well, then it became, can you drive over here and do this? So, yes, I said yes to being available without any information. And and, and I love my pastor, so I went and did the thing. You know, So I went and took care of what he asked me to do. I went I had to drive out of town, go to some place, pick up a, a couch, and then take it back to the church. And you know what? It didn't take, it didn't ruin my day. It didn't mess up my day. And they gave me gas money. So I was like, okay, I'll take that. The gas was cheaper when this came around. But, you know, I mean, when you have a big truck, people tend to ask you, hey, can I borrow your truck? Can you help me out with this or can I help it out with that? So in the beginning, I asked if Jesus asked, if Jesus asked to borrow your boat. And I just kind of left it hanging there. Before that, the questions were all worldly things, like I just mentioned. Can I borrow your truck, tools, lawnmower, and maybe can I borrow some of your time? Because how we respond with our availability is not just us. It's the things that we might also make available. What we are willing to be made available from us. Hey, especially when it comes to like tools and stuff. Most people are like, I don't want you to touch my tools. I got a bunch of Ryobi stuff. It's not, it's not expensive. It's not... It's not cheap, but it's not expensive. So hey, if I lent you my drill, it wouldn't be I wouldn't be out much. Hey, here, here's my drill. You know, I don't care. And I find out that they're building me a new deck. Hey, here's my drill, bro. <laughs> so you make something availability. Because availability is more than helping. Because it's usually some kind of sacrifice. What do you have to do to make yourself available? Now, if you don't have a job and somebody asks, hey, can you come and help me do this? You are available. You're not sacrificing anything to become available, but if you have a job or if you got you got to take care of kids or you got to do this kind of stuff or you know those kinds of things, you, you usually have to like maybe rearrange our personal schedule or or to make yourself available to become available or to make sure we have 
the item that somebody wants to borrow or wants to be available to them, you have to make that item ready to go because you don't want to give somebody a piece of junk. But sometimes you have to. If somebody knocked on my door today and said, hey, can I borrow your jigsaw? I'd be like, yeah, I got to go get it. I haven't blown it out yet. It's dusty and dirty, but here it is, you know, <laughs> or maybe even like a spare of the moment, like I just mentioned, and you end up with something dirty, a dirty truck, a dirty tool, uh, you know, something like that, 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 that's been used or whatever, you know, and we have to have an understanding that you can say yes, even though that stuff is a mess, because I'm going to put it in this perspective because I just mentioned Jesus asking Peter for a boat. Peter didn't make himself available. He made his boat available. So here comes the verse. You ready? Here it comes. Here comes Luke chapter five, one through three. So it was as the, multi- as the multitude pressed about him, talk about Jesus, to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, whatever that word is, and saw two boats standing by the lake. So Jesus just saw two boats. He thought, man, there's two boats right here. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing the nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which happened to be Simon's, who becomes Peter later, and asked him to put out to put him out a little bit from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Simon, to become Peter later, was washing his nets, which means he was done for the day and most likely hadn't got to the boat yet because the nets are gross. They take a long time to clean. So... He probably hadn't quite gotten to the boat yet. So when Jesus steps in the boat, Peter could have reacted by saying something like, Hey, man, my boats are all gross. Get out of there. Or or, or what do you think you're doing? These are my boats, and I don't want you in them. But there's no mention of that. It just simply says that Jesus got in the boat and asked Peter to push him out a little bit into the water from the land. And Jesus taught from the boat. Peter made his boat available for Jesus to use without any recourse, remorse, confrontation. He simply said, yes, I am available. My stuff is available to you. Whatever is mine is yours. With this simple availability, Jesus was able to teach the crowd. It was a very simple gesture. It wasn't, it wasn't a difficult thing. He, he, Jesus stepped in the boat. He didn't ask any questions. He's just like, oh, snap. And I kind of look at it from this point of view. The, the, the says that there was a multitude pressing him. And he's like, either I step in this boat or I'm going to go out into the water. And I don't feel like walking on water right now. And there's a boat here to take care of it for me. So he got in the boat actually without asking. And Peter still made the boat available. And when he got done, he asked Peter to do something. I think this is cool. This is what happens when you make yourself available. Watch this. Luke chapter 5, 4 through 11. So this is the rest of the this is the rest of the verses here. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, "Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch." Now, Simon comes up with this thing. But Simon answered and said to him, "Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net." So he comes and he's like, "Hey man, we haven't caught anything all day." But because I just heard this awesome teaching from you, from the boat that I lent you, I will do what you say. And he calls him master because he, he agrees with what he's saying here. So they signal to their partners. Oh, wait, I backed up here. Verse 6. And, they, and when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So he's got a huge amount of fish. So they signaled up to, to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so what they began so, so that they began to sink that's a whole lot of fish when simon peter saw it he fell down at jesus knees saying depart from me for i am a sinful man o lord he recognizes 
Jesus. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John and the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Because Peter made himself available, because Peter made his boat available, Jesus could teach the good news. He could teach whatever it was he taught. He, he didn't say you know, what, what he was teaching about. But Peter recognized what he was teaching about because he had his boat pushed out far enough from the land that the people could hear. He was bestowed with a blessing that was beyond measure and then made the decision to follow Jesus. What if your availability will cause people to know God? When we make ourselves available or our, for, with our resources or our resources available to God, we will find ourselves open to receive from God and be placed in an opportunity to do something for God. I think that's really cool. So we, Peter did exactly that. He lent God his resources. He became available to him and he put him in a position to follow him and then later puts him in a position to go out to all the world. So you have to look at the whole picture sometimes when you go to make yourself available. I remember, you know, I know I've told this several times in the past where, you know, I pastored a church. I was a youth pastor. I was all that, all that stuff. That's all past stuff, but whatever. So I did all that stuff. And so I and found myself, I had to go to, to a church, my, my church closed, whatever. So I went to go to, I went to a couple different churches and I finally found myself back at the church that I go to now. And I was talking to the pastor. I said, Hey pastor, you know, I could come in. I have the the availability to come in, and I could pastor a, a second church for you. I could become an assistant pastor. Also, all these things are running through my head, and I'm telling the pastor that I go. But the reality is, I just want to make myself available to you wherever you need me. Put me, and so I, I went back to running sound. <laughs> you know, I went back to helping with lighting. I went back to to doing graphic design and stuff like that. I've done some voiceovers for videos, things of that nature. And I've had an opportunity to receive the tithes and offerings from the main stage, the big church. And, and I've had the opportunity just recently to actually teach at, at a mid-service for the new, the new campus that we're launching. So over that time frame, because I just said, let me be available to you. And I've done the things that are just asked to do. I don't ask any questions. I, 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 I kind of, in all reality, I, I kind of do what, I, what they want me to do and I go home. You know, <laughs> I serve. And I serve in a lot of different areas. And I think that's really kind of cool that now I'm starting to see some things happen because I've made myself available. So when you make yourself available, when you say yes or you say no, because I could have said, no, I just want to do this. And then he would have said, well, you're not in position to do that right now because you're all jacked up, which I was. <laughs> I would have been mad and I would have left the church and it would have been God's fault. And, you know, so sometimes you just have to make yourself available. So here's Paul. Paul was on his way to Damascus to persecute Christians when his life was disrupted by Jesus. He sees a light. He's ejected from his horse. He falls on the ground, and Jesus says simply this. This is Acts chapter 9, verses 4 through 6. Saul, because his name was Saul before he became Paul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Now you got to remember the scene here. There's a big bright light. He just got knocked off his horse and he's like, who are you? You must be somebody special. So he calls God, he calls Jesus Lord. Then the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. 
it is hard for you to kick against the goat. <laughs> Paul's response to all this going on is just as simple as Peter's. Watch this. This is verse 6. We're continuing on. So he, trembling and astonished, said, this is Paul, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, rise and go into the city, and you will be told what, what, what you must do. The moment Paul says, what do you want me to do? He is making a decision to drop everything and make himself available to Jesus. And he becomes one of the most prolific disciples in all of the Bible. He wrote all the letters. He went all over the place. He got to the Gentiles. You know, he, he's, he did great, awesome things. Go read Paul's stuff. Making yourself available is actually not as hard as it seems. It is as easy as saying yes and letting your yes be yes. So maybe you start serving at your church. You just make yourself available to leadership to help out. You, and then actually help out. That's that. That's the big key here is when you say you're going to make yourself available, you have to actually make yourself available. So, you know, when, when you open yourself up to the possibility of functioning in your community by making yourself available to said community, you can see not just your life change, but the lives of other people around you will change also. It's, it's an amazing thing. If you just open yourself up to do the things that God wants you to do, to do the things that you're asked of, to, to make an effort to say yes to things that maybe you wouldn't normally say yes to. And I know that if we struggle with making ourselves available, don't worry. Don't worry. We all do it. We all struggle with making ourselves available. We don't want to do it. The reality is we're, we're fleshy folks. You know, we just want to just sit around on the couch and watch Netflix all day or Disney Plus or whatever. And so you have to actually have an idea that we just want to go sometimes go about our business and keep on trucking through life. And I get that. I totally get that. But the possibilities that are out there because we make ourselves available to God are endless. You will start to see things change. You will start to see things happen. You will start to see others around you get to know Jesus because of the availability that you've made to pray for people or maybe the availability that you've made to talk the gospel more often or the availability to just say yes to like, like I said earlier, your pastor, your leadership at church. Yes, I want to help. I want to do something. I want to be a part of this thing. I want to create community with you and be a part of that. And it's like Samuel said, speak. Your servant is listening. He made himself available and, when you, and was used mightily by God. Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. She made herself available to be the mother of Jesus. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you're about. The little boy with the five loaves and two fish, when he handed them over, he made the gesture, here is my five loaves or my two loaves or five loaves and two fish. He made himself available at that very moment. And 5,000 people were fed. And they had leftovers. <laughs> And the reality is this, it's all, it's all about the gospel. And how does God get the gospel to the world? He uses what is available. What's your availability? Right on, right on.